hot girl. Don't say something. Bitch. I don't know how to dance, but lean and make the ghetto bitch put the hands on their knees. Make the ghetto bitch put the hands on their knees. Make the ghetto bitch put the hands on their knees. I don't know how to dance, but lean and make the ghetto bitch put the hands on their knees. Make the ghetto bitch put the hands on their knees. Make the ghetto bitch put the hands on their knees. Yeah, call the five man, she a hot girl. Put her out. Ooh, I just broke a sweat in the bitch. Get a towel. She said nothing been happening though. It's a drought. I took her put her ass in the air. Let's go, you got it, we back Episode 62 Let's go I don't know how to dance but can lean And make the ghetto bitch I don't know how to dance, but can lean and make the ghetto bitch put the hands on their knees. Make the ghetto bitch put the hands on their knees. Make the ghetto bitch put the hands on their knees. I don't know how to dance, but can lean. Let's go, we back. That's fire right there. Come shake something. Come shake something. The baby back with some heat. He back like he never like he never left with that jam right there. Yeah, we back. You got it. Episode sixty-two, and I and I gotta be real with y'all. This is an impromptu episode, okay? I really wasn't gonna record, but I gotta get a couple things off my chest. And yeah, so that's that's yeah, that's what's going on right now. So this is this might be a choppy episode. Usually, I'll be having my notes and all types of stuff going on. I don't have none of that right now. I don't have none of that right now. We straight, we we straight just dropping right now. Um, episode sixty-two. Definitely got to get some more visuals um, for you guys. I currently do have three YouTube videos up right now. Um, they're all shorts, real snippets. I still never got episode fifty-five fully uploaded. But I think that I think it's the video is too long. I don't know. I gotta I gotta kind of figure that out. So we'll we'll kind of see what happens with that. Um, but shout out to the baby man. He's definitely he definitely got a rebrand going on uh, with all that he had you know going on last year with the LGBTQ community. I hope I said all the uh, letters correctly. Um. But his rebound right now is, is is definitely going up. And he was on the shop, I uh, believe, not less, maybe two two episodes ago. And he was kind of saying how he should have handled that situation a little bit differently. And at the time that that situation happened, he was the biggest artist in the world. And he's, you know what I mean? He, he just kept on dropping, making music. He just kept making music. And... He's had a couple jams here and there. They never really stuck 
to the point of, you know, the jams that he had previously, um, like Shug and Babysitter and things of that nature. But this song right here, Shake Something, is going to be an anthem for the summer. It's not going nowhere. So shout out to him, man, for, for you know what I mean, for that rebrand. I probably should have done a glove segment on him, but I didn't. Because, I, like I said, this is an impromptu episode. But, you know, we, we still going to clap it up for the baby, though. We still want to clap it up for him, though, for for this rebrand that he got going on. Um, music wise, too, man, Coyle Ray got an album coming out, and I'm excited for that. Uh, this will be her second album that she got coming out, and I like Coyle Ray for some reason. I think she got a, a certain swag about her, um, a certain energy. She has a. a she, yeah, she's she seems like she's all positive vibes. I don't really know what it is about her, but I kind of get that sense about her. Like she seems to be a, a a fun time to hang out with. Like you go somewhere to the club with her, you gonna have a good time, man. I don't, you know what I mean. You go anywhere with her, you gonna have a good time. That that's just what it seems like. Her songs definitely be sticking. Um, she got a lot of anthems. She has a lot of catchy phrases, <clears throat> and uh. Yeah, so her album is, I believe, the end of June, I want to say. I don't have the exact date in front of me, but uh, she got that coming out. And I'm excited, man. And Coyle Ray, that's definitely that's definitely one of my other girlfriends, um, for sure. You know what I mean? I like, I, I like her a lot. I think that she's a very attractive uh, lady, that's for sure. Um, you know, everybody talks about her body, this, that. I love her body. That's me personally. I love her body. But uh, yeah, so shout out to Coyle Ray, NBA Young Boy, um, earned his 14th top 10 album, uh, with Don't Try This at Home, his second top 10 of 2023, and he just drops music like crazy. He got a cult following. They always going, they always going, you know, what I mean, tap into what he got going on. Uh, this album, Don't Try This at Home, debuted at number five on Billboard 200, and I did listen to the album, and I thought it was fire. Now, I haven't listened to all NBA Youngboy's albums, but the ones that I have listened to, they've pretty much rode all the way through. I've never had to, like, you know what I mean, skip nothing. Uh, he makes, yeah, he got turn-up music. He got, you know, depressing music. He, I mean, he, he kind of taps into, like, every emotion on his albums. So I, I do give him that. I mean, you probably think that it's all, like, shoot him up, bang, bang. It's it's definitely not all. It's definitely not that. He does have an emotional side to to his music, and it's definitely you know what I mean. It's definitely worth listening to. And the fact that he he drops multiple times a year just lets you know that he got a lot going on up in his up in his brain to be able to just you know what I mean. Put all these words together and and, and make them actually into really good songs. I mean, which is which is what a, you know most artists do, but you know someone like Kendrick, he kind of takes his time dropping. Um, Drake kind of takes his time. I think Young Boy is more in the mold of a Little Wayne, where he you know what I mean he could just rap, and he can put out project after project after project, and the quality does not go down. The quality is still top tier. So. Um, 
Yeah, that you know, that's yeah. So he got a couple jams on there. I don't really have a favorite track off that album. But I mean I think I listened to it twice, but I don't have a favorite track, so you know, definitely uh check it out. Um what else do we get? Music. So I don't even know why I'm starting with music. That's just how I was feeling. Um Song of the Summer Song of the Summer Vibe with Me, Mano. Definitely, you know what I mean? For me, definitely the song of the summer right now. I do like All My Life, Lil Dark, J. Cole. That's definitely another summer anthem. It's definitely going crazy right now. I definitely, definitely got the, the airwaves on fire. And it's a catchy song. It's uplifting. It, it's, it's something that I think that, that right now is kind of needed. You know what I mean? It's definitely something kind of needed in regards to, you know, people, you know, battling different, you know, demons and, and different situations. And that, that music, that you know, that song definitely will kind of get you through some of those battles. Um, J. Cole definitely went crazy on the feature. Uh, definitely, I mean, he definitely did, uh, definitely did, um, Dirk kind of, I mean, he ain't, he ain't doing dirty, but I just don't think Dirk, you know, realized what J. Cole was going to do on that album. You know what I mean? I just, I just don't think he did. And, you know, it, it, <laughs> it definitely showed, you know what I mean? Cause, cause, uh, Cole came, he came to, you know, he ate and left no crumbs on it, on his verse. He ate and left no crumbs for sure. Uh, another jam that I like right now that's going crazy is Peaches and Eggplants, Young Nudie, 21 Savage. I'll play a little snippet of that. If you haven't heard that, it's definitely going crazy too. I'm going to play another snippet of that. I mean, the beat definitely, you know what I mean? When you're riding around with this, I got to stop saying, you know what I mean? I got to stop doing that. But, but this is going crazy right now. see you can see how that you know you can see how that definitely is going crazy in the club right now um 21 savages verse is definitely probably the highlight of this song um let me i'll give you a snippet of that too right now too but if you want to come give my brother some Bend over, come ride me like your rover. All these VVSs, it get cold in Minnesota. Suck me up, don't use your teeth, little bitch, I thought I told ya. She grabbing my bandana while I hit, cause I'm a soldier. Get freaky, she got 21 is, is, is probably one of the better feature artists that we have of, of this new generation. Cause anytime that he hops on the feature, 
he usually goes crazy. And on that, he definitely goes crazy. Um, yeah, so if you haven't you haven't listened to that, definitely, definitely check that out. That is definitely a jam that's going all the way up right now. Those are yeah, those are kind of my favorite jams. I mean, Drake Search and Rescue is definitely another one of my favorite jams right now. That's that's getting a lot of play. Um Don't play with it. Lola Brooke, the remix Lotto Young Miami is definitely going up right now too. Uh I'm definitely rocking with that jam heavy right now. Lotto, she's definitely in her bag. I like Ice Spice's jam that she got going on right now. And it's it seems like <clears throat> it seems like right now, um, the females are I mean, their their tracks are getting a lot of attraction right now. They're getting a lot of play, radio play, um, club play, and they're kind of holding it down. So I'm, you know, what I mean, I don't know if we have that. I mean, until the Drake, I mean, until the uh, Dirk J Cole jam that we just got, I didn't really know if the males had had that that anthem, you know, that summer record, that banger. Uh, like the females have had. Uh, of course, the you know the Cardi, uh, Glorilla Jam is definitely something that's always being played. It's in heavy rotation. Um, but yeah, so so to see to see uh, Dirk and and J Cole's Jam kind of come at a right time right now. You know, with this summer coming and everybody trying to you know be outside and have something to vibe to. It was good to see them make a jam that that is up there right now that'll be getting as much airplay as as you know some of the other female artists. Ice Spice's Inner Mood is definitely another jam that's getting a lot of radio play, a lot of airplay. It's it's, it's making a lot of traction. It's heavy in rotation. And Ice Spice it doesn't seem like she's missed. It's, it it does not seem like she's missed as far as like um singles you know i mean the album i don't know if it was an album or ep but it, it definitely definitely made some waves and she's still she's still on a on a pretty good run right now and so um i think dark is dark's album is dropping this weekend or dropping friday so we got that to look forward to uh dark's last album definitely had a couple bangers on there so i'm definitely looking forward to his his album he got coming out Friday, which I think is called Almost Healed. And um Yeah, I mean there's a couple other albums that I definitely gotta listen to. But overall, I think the music space is, is in a pretty decent space. It's in a pretty decent space. Now none of the heavy hitters have dropped. Uh I mean Drake did search and you know, search and rescue, but as far as album wise, none of the heavy hitters have dropped. Um Drake, Cole, Kendrick. We're kind of waiting for them. I'm definitely waiting for some new Meek, too. I'm waiting for some Meek. I feel like he always, you know, drops something for the summertime, and, and he'll give us something, some inspirational music. So I'm kind of looking forward to him dropping sometime soon. Uh, DJ Khaled, you know, he always comes with a summertime banger. Um, it's about his, it's around, like around this time is when he kind of comes with something. You know what I mean? It's some sort of anthem that he got. So I'm pretty sure that he must be, you know, gearing up. He's been out on the golf course. 
So he said he's been golfing and he's been in the studio. So I know he's gearing up for something. Something got to be coming at least either before June, middle of June. I know he's getting ready to drop something. Uh, yeah, so, you know, you know, but we're, right now we got the All My Life with, with uh, Dirk and Cole, you know, for the, for the, for the males to kind of, you know, ride out to. Uh, Peaches and Eggplants, definitely another jam to ride out to. Vibe with me, Mano, another jam. So we're in, we're in a good space right now. But I do expect a couple more uh, heavy and rotation singles to come prior to the summer starting. You know, that brunch music, that, that Friday night turn up, Saturday, you know, day party. I'm waiting for those. those I'm waiting for a couple more jams for those uh for those occasions to come. Um and dang, I just spent a whole bunch of time on music and I don't even know how that even happened, but that's just where we at. Um what else do we got? Envy and Rick Ross. I don't really want to touch on this too much. Of course, you know, there's a lot going on with Envy and Rick Ross. You know, this is car show beef. I'm not sure if they're, you know, promoting each other's show. I I don't really know if this is a serious thing or not. Um, but it's definitely been going on for a couple of days. And today, you know, with Envy wearing the, the, the correctional officer, the police officer suit, imitating Rick Ross, talking about how Rick Ross does have a boss. His boss is, he, you know, he went on to name the person that owned the correctional facility because, you know, Rick Ross has stated that, um, Envy's a worker. He's not a boss. So Envy, you know, kind of went back. So they're going back and forth. I'm not spending a lot of time on this. I'm really not. But I do think that today Ross went a little overboard, just a little bit. You know, I mean, it's it's all fun and games until you kind of cross the line a little bit. And today, I think that Ross may have reached that line. Uh. I'll let you guys kind of, you know, and one thing I know about Envy, I don't know him personally, but I know that he definitely takes things with his family, especially with his wife, very, very seriously. Uh, the whole incident with Deces and Mero, uh, he took that very seriously. And Ross, today what he did, you know what Ross did, he might have went a little bit over the line. Um, so we're going to play this right here, and you can kind of come to the conclusion of how you feel with that. But he might have went a little overboard. Just a little bit. Because I, I, I know how Envy, I know how Envy does not play about Gia. June 3rd, I'm providing jobs. DJ Envious, I got a job for your girlfriend. It's a one-time opportunity. Your girlfriend has the opportunity to be my pickleball paddle polisher. <laughs> my pickleball paddle polisher. You hear me? Let her know why they cleaning no, no, the no, pools. No. <laughs> <laughs> now these aren't my ad libs on this video. These aren't my ad libs. These are not my ad libs. Sell some books, but your your girlfriend faked the order for two decades. Oh, she needs a motherfucking paddle. Tell her I got her. I got her. She can't fake with the biggest boss. Yeah. 
Man, it's a different tax bracket. Y'all better tell that beige boy. I don't care how close he stand next to them, man. I'm the one decide if this shit go left. Ricky Rose. Ain't got no money. Now that was a little that was a little much for 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 Ross right there, and I'm a little concerned uh, with how this is going to go and how Envy is going to react tomorrow morning. I'm on the show. Um. And you know, envy is is envy is petty. I will say this: he he is very petty. But one thing for sure, you know, it's all fun and games. You know, like I said before, it's all fun and games until somebody kind of crosses the line. And I think Rick Ross bringing up envy's family, especially Gia, is is gonna cross his line. Uh. So I, I hope they can kind of squash this. I mean, nobody really wants to see all this this beef going on between them, especially over car shows. When in reality, they could be collabing with their car shows, even though they're two different you know events. Um, I'm sure that they can come together and, and and do something. But I mean, with you know with Fifty and Envy being cool and Fifty and Ross having beef, I don't really see that ever happening. But. I, I really don't see that happening at all, especially now. Now that Ross has, you know, pulled out this pickleball, uh, uh, pedal polish or pedal polish, whatever he just said, I don't see this going well. I don't see Envy taking that situation um, lightly, and I'm a little disturbed. Yeah, I'm a little disturbed, man. Right? I'm a little disturbed, but uh. <clears throat> Yeah, so we we I guess we got to stay tuned for that situation. We got to stay tuned for that situation and, and see kind of what happens moving forward with that situation. Um, but yeah, we're not staying on that because we I don't I don't want to I'm not here to like promote or or instigate anything that they got going on. That's for sure. Um, but it, but it is going on and and it, it is a uh, viral right now. So um, but shout out to Envy, shout out to Ross, two bosses. You know what I mean? Definitely major players in, in this game and in, in, in that in this industry, in this rap hip hop industry. And uh it's just an unfortunate situation between those two that I would like to see rectified sooner than later. But now that Roston kind of crossed the line a little bit, I don't know if that's gonna happen. Uh moving on though. Moving on, what else do we got? We got the Power Force uh, trailer came out with, you know, Tommy season. We seen the trailer. It looked very good. Everybody trying to get Tommy, uh, which was kind of how it was at the end of last season. Doesn't come out till September 1st. I'm looking forward to watching that. I am a little concerned about what we are going to watch as a culture um, after this week's finale of power ghost you know the finale is this week this is the last episode and what are we going to watch from basically memorial day until force comes out september 1st we like we don't we don't have we ain't gonna have nothing raising canaan no bmf no nothing i mean that's gonna be a very very sad time in tv 
uh, during those months. And it's what is it? It's basically about three and a half. Yeah, basically about three and a half months that we will not have anything to watch. Uh, so hopefully that changes. I don't know, but I, I've seen nothing about Raising Canaan coming out. I've seen nothing about BMF season coming out, which means that we, you know, as a culture, we got to find something else to watch. If you're looking for something good to watch and you want to binge, Carl Weber's Family Business is a very good watch. It's on BT. It comes on Tuesday nights, 9 o'clock. They're in season four. So if you, you know, aren't really in tune to what we know what's going on in that show, you can start from season one and definitely catch up. It's definitely a, a top for me. It's one of the top shows that I watch. Uh, there's a lot going on. We're waiting for season five. I believe season five will debut this fall. Um, there's a couple more episodes left in season four and there's a lot of action. Um, there's a, there's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of top tier actors actually in the, in the show, in the series. Um, so yeah, definitely tap into that. If you're looking for something to watch and you ain't got nothing to watch, definitely check that out. I believe you will be hooked if you start from season one and kind of watch all the way through, that's BT. I mean, that's something. That's something BT got. That's something that BT. BT don't got much right now, but that's something that they got. Uh, Power Ghost season. Um, yeah, episode nine, which one of the leaked episodes? Um, I finally watched it. It was very good. I don't really want to comment on it too much because I want to see the season finale first, and then we'll do a deep dive. <clears throat> into the season finale and this past episode and we'll kind of get into it but i kind of see where it's going right now and i don't like where i see i don't like it i don't like it but i see where it's going they keep mentioning Tariq's name too much and i don't like it <laughs> but we're going to do a deep dive after the season finale so that's going to happen um either friday night or saturday we definitely going to get into it heavy uh that that's for sure but there's there's a lot of um in the yeah in the season right now there's a lot of like lovers quarrels right now Tariq and Effie Kane and Effie Tariq and Lauren Tariq and Diana um Kane being the sad dude I mean just yeah there's just a lot of like you know a lot of uh Eskimo brothers going around double you know what I mean yeah I think that's the, the phrase I'm looking for Eskimo brothers yeah, there's a lot going on with that. So um we'll see what happens. But we're not gonna recap this past this past episode. We're gonna recap after the finale, and then we're going, you know what I mean, deep dive in the episodes nine and ten. I'm gonna go all the way in. I'm gonna go all the way in. Uh speaking of like sad dudes and and you know, Kane and being a sad dude with Effie and this, that, and the third. I seen a Nick Cannon quote. Um, I think this came from his Twitter page where he said he'd rather be a sad dude who knows everything than a main dude who is in the dark. And I kind of, I mean, I guess I kind of agree with him. I mean, to a certain extent, I think if you're a main dude and you are, don't really know anything about, you know, what's going on and your girl's not being open and honest with you communication wise, I could see that, you know, causing some issues in the relationship um a sad dude that knows everything knows about you know 
what the what the the woman is doing and knows you know is, is getting 100 percent honest communication that's a good place to be in you know because a sad dude that that a, a main woman is honest with 100 percent eventually turns into a main dude they're no longer being a sad dude if that if that's the position that they choose to play but yeah, I, I, I thought it was kind of interesting that, you know, Nick Cannon kind of put that quote out there because I think that nobody wants to be in the dark about things that are going on, especially in someone that is a main dude. If you are a main dude, you expect it to know everything that's going on. I think that multiple dudes have kind of been in the dark in regards to, you know, messing with somebody and, and not fully understanding what's going on or what that person is doing behind their back. But Kane, definitely for sure right now, is a sad dude, but he knows everything, though. He knows everything. He knows Effie was messing with Tariq, and knows Tariq has stopped messing with him. And, and then one episode, which I think was, let, you know, episode seven or eight, Kane is over there with Effie, and Effie uh, and Tariq comes over, and Kane has in the bathroom. Kane is the sad dude that knows everything. Tariq, well, he was the main dude, that didn't know that Kane was messing with Effie until the you know episode after that, and it's just like you know what I mean. Which side would you rather be on? And if I'm choosing a sad, if I'm choosing a sad, I'm choosing a sad dude that knows everything. As long as I'm okay with being that sad dude. Now, if I'm trying to be the main dude and I'm the sad dude, I'm not choosing that. But just for like my peace of mind and, and uh, you know, not wanting to kind of go crazy and, and you know what I mean? I'm definitely taking a sad dude that that knows everything, period, point blank. Uh, so y'all can y'all can leave a comment on how you feel about that, whether or not you would be the rather be the sad dude who knows everything or the main dude who's in the dark. Definitely let me know. Drop a comment. Um, tap in, leave something. Um, but yeah, peace of mind is everything. And as we kind of get towards the uh, end of May, towards the end of Mental Health Awareness Month, um, you know, I'm just, I'm checking in, man. I'm checking in. I'm checking in, man. How's everybody feeling? What have you been doing this month to kind of ease your mind? Um, and I seen a post today on, oh, I can't think of it. I cannot think of the, uh, wow, I can't think of the, um, I can't think of what the page it was right now. Suicide prevention page. Oh, I can't think of it right now. It's, it's kind of blowing my mind right now. I'll I'll get back to it next episode because this ain't going to be the last time I touch on mental health uh, prior to the end of this month. And yeah, they just, you know, they they did like a, you know, mental health check where, you, you know, they, they had a bunch of hearts and you kind of, each heart had like, you know, how you were feeling and um, what heart you, you know, what heart you put down was kind of where you were at right now in a mental health check and that you know i put down i was processing and i was hanging in there in regards to you know my hearts and and, and how i was feeling right now and i have my reasons for feeling that way uh, i'm not going to speak on those right now but i have my reasons for feeling that way um in regards to what i've been doing you know mental mental health wise um i've been kind of taking trying to take it easy right now i've been trying to take it easy right now i've been trying to do too much not trying to put too much stress on myself. And I actually was having a conversation with my mother. Shout out to Ma Dukes, as usual. 
Um, happy Mother's Day to her. It's still Mother's Day. I'm, I'm not letting go of that right now. We're not giving mothers one day. Um, and she asked me a question that kind of caught me off guard. And the question was, when was the last time you woke up in the morning and said to yourself, I'm going to have a great day? And I had, and I answered her, and I answered her very quickly, and I said, I don't know. It's been a while. And then when I went back and I kind of reassessed the question and thought about it in like a, you know, a deeper state, I realized that I haven't said that to myself in a long time, a very long time. So I thought that was kind of concerning. Um, and it kind of made me, you know, kind of look deeper into what I had going on and, um, you know, where I was at, you know, mentally wise, mental health wise. And um, so I'm trying to make a more conscious effort to, to, you know, speak positive things in the into my life right now in regards to just saying, I'm going to have a good day, have a great day. Um, you know, I'm doing fine. Just, just kind of, you know, speaking more positively to myself. So that that's something that I'm definitely trying to you know get in in more tune with, um, but you know it's it's not until someone asks you a question like that do you actually realize that you know what it's been a while. You know what I mean? It's it's it's, it's something when you actually kind of like process the question, process you know what's going on, and then you realize you know what it's, it's been a little longer than than what you you know what you thought. So, um. Yeah, so I'm just I'm just checking in, man. If you know, leave a comment how you feeling ment- mentally wise, mental health wise. How you feeling? Uh, I'm gonna still continue to you know do some things. I've been doing a little bit more exercising. I'm gonna still continue to do that moving forward. Um, and see how I'm feeling. Because uh, I believe exercising is definitely good for you um, mentally. It does kind of relieve some stress. So I still been kind of doing that. I have still have, I, I still, I said I was going to read Charlemagne's book before the end of this month. And I still am going to do that. I haven't opened the book yet, but I'm going to get there. I'm definitely going to do that. So I only got, what, about I think seven or eight days left. So I'm going to get there. Uh, but yeah, man, tap in, let me know. Tap in, definitely let me know. Um, What else do we got going on today? Uh, and, and you know what, clap it up for everybody that, that like right now mentally is, is not, you know, where they want to be at, but they're trying to get there. You know what I mean? And they're enjoying the journey, man. So just, we'll just clap it, it up for y'all. We'll make it clap. Yes, sir, man. Clap it up for y'all, man. Just because you, you, just because you're trying to, you're on that journey of trying to get to where you want to be at. So, um, what else do we got going on? Uh, the no-no of the week. This is a manufactured no-no. I really don't have a no-no for the week, but we're going to do one anyway. And this no-no of the week is going to Anthony Davis. And you're going to understand why after this no-no, but I'm going to do it right now. This no-no of the week is going to Anthony Davis. Anthony Davis, I don't know what to say to you right now. I don't know what to say. You've been dominated by... Nikola Jokic, this whole series. Yes, game one, you had 45 points. You balled out. I get it. But other than that, I mean, your numbers look good. 
I mean, your numbers are not bad. They're not terrible. I think tonight you finished with 22 and 11. So I don't know what you had tonight, but it didn't, it wasn't enough to win. But you're getting this no-no for the simple fact that at 30 years old, you're making LeBron carry you at 38. Why is that the case? I don't understand why that's the case. And we didn't get in the we didn't get in the sports yet, but we're getting ready to get right into it right now. I was kind of just kind of you know, you know, kind of going through it right now, but we about to get all the way into the sports right now. And it starts with this no-no right here with Anthony Davis. Anthony Davis, you softer, you are soft. I uh, know what I ain't gonna call a grown man soft. But man, I don't yeah, let me take that back. I don't want to call you soft because anybody anybody that plays a professional sport is not soft. But your 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 effort, your energy is lacking. It's lacking. For someone that is that talented, it's lacking. Um, it caused the Lakers to get swept uh, by the Nuggets. And and I said to y'all last, you know, last episode after I seen the last game, I didn't think the Lakers could beat the Nuggets. I just I just didn't see it. I didn't see it. And what it was going to take, even in a game like today, it was going to take LeBron pretty much going off for them to win. And he did go off, and they still didn't win because AD didn't do his part. And that's just yeah. And, and AD, for someone that's supposed to be taking over the Lakers franchise, I'm ready to get rid of you. I am. You're one. You know, you're one bump or fall away from being out for months. They don't. They call you street clothes for a reason. And um, yeah, this no no. This no no is going for you just for the simple fact that you're making someone that's 38 years old carry you. 38 going on 39. He has to carry you right now, and you you were supposed to be. The keys to the franchise were supposed to be handed over to you last year. And you've yet to take the reins. And just for that simple fact right there, this no-no goes to you. This no-no goes to Anthony Davis for taking for not taking the reins over of the Lakers franchise. And now, basically, you might be out of here. I don't know. I I, I just don't know. I mean, I, I gotta I, I gotta question you too talented for that. But this no-no goes for you for not taking over the franchise and not taking the keys when LeBron tried to pass them to you. Anthony Davis, this no-no is for you. This no-no is for you, Anthony Davis. And I... Whoa, hold up. beginning of the jam started playing but that's here nor there but yeah there's no notice for you anthony davis but let's get let's kind of get into it um lakers went down tonight i'm not i'm not even talking numbers i ain't doing no stats we just getting in the straight basketball talk about what i seen and, and and how i'm feeling and um this is yeah. This is straight impromptu. This ain't there are no notes. I ain't giving y'all no stats. I'm just going off what I've seen in the game, what I've seen in tonight's game, and what I've seen over the last three games in regards to the Lakers and the Nuggets is that LeBron James has to be prime LeBron James in order for the Lakers to win. That is a fact. Okay, the Lakers only go they go as LeBron goes. It was all fine and dandy when they was, you know what I mean, when they was going through Memphis. 
It was going through Golden State. They were able to kind of, you know, kind of get by because defensively they were going against teams that really weren't that good. Uh, Memphis, I mean, you shut down Jaw. Desmond Bain don't get off. Jaron Jackson don't really get off. They don't really have too much else. I mean, they were kind of they were kind of hurt. Um, Golden State, of course, you shut down Curry. You're kind of good to go. Jordan Poole was, you know, he has an attitude problem, so he wasn't playing his best basketball. Clay Thompson, if you lock in on him, he ain't really going to get off. Other than that, they don't really have any offensive weapons. This Denver team is a little bit different, a little bit different. You kind of got to score some points along with trying to play lockdown defense. And what I've seen in this series is that LeBron still is the best player on the Lakers. That's what I've seen. And I don't think that I don't think that like the Lakers, Brass, and Palenka, I don't think that they wanted that to be the case with LeBron going into year 38. And, you know, after the, the game, LeBron said that, you know, himself individually, he has a lot to think about moving forward in regards to basketball. And I think he's saying that because he doesn't want to have to carry, fully carry the load any longer. He doesn't want to have to do that. He shouldn't have to do that. Now, is he capable of doing that? Yes, he is. But in this series, he had to basically go for 40, and he had to play defense on Jamal Murray, um, and he had to play defense on Murray in order for them to like even be close in the game. Now, granted, games one and games, I think games one and two, they kind of they kind of kind of went either way, especially game one. Um, ultimately, down the stretch, Denver made more plays in the fourth quarter than the Lakers did, and that's once again. That's due to LeBron's fatigue. LeBron tonight played every minute of the game except for four seconds at age 38. That's ridiculous. Like, you can't come off the floor for at all? Like, at all. You can't come off the floor at all in order for the Lakers to win. That's beyond ridiculous. AD was subbing in and out the game. And LeBron, the first half, I think, had almost 30, had 30, 29, 31 points, something like that. He finished with 40, 40, 10, and 9. And, and you know, those stats are really irrelevant for where I'm trying to, you know, the point I'm trying to make. But D'Angelo Russell, trash, didn't show up. Uh, Malik Beasley, who they got at the trade deadline, never really got any playing time, trash. Lonnie Walker, he had one good game against Golden State last series. Ever since then, trash. Uh, Austin Reeves, you definitely will be back next year. You've you've earned your spot. Hachimura, you'll be back next year. You've earned your spot. Although you didn't play too good tonight, but you'll be back next year. Um, Tristan Thompson gave some quality hard minutes. You know, off, off the bench tonight, he played very well. Uh, he was just working for ESPN like maybe like two months ago before he signed with the Lakers, and for him to come in and play with more effort and heart than Anthony Davis did. This whole series is ridiculous. It's just ridiculous. Like, it's unacceptable. If you're Anthony Davis, that's just unacceptable. Uh, Dennis Schroeder, you'll be back next year. You've earned your spot. You you play well, although you turn the ball over a little bit too much sometimes. But you know you're a dog defensively. Um, I don't really have anything negative to say about you. You know I like the way you play. You kind of do your thing out there, and um, yeah, you you your spot is solidified. Other than that, other than Schroeder, Reeves, AD, LeBron, Hachimura, the Lakers, everybody else, y'all can go. Y'all can go. 
You know what I mean? Y'all can go. Kyrie Irving, please come on. That's why you were at the game tonight. Because you know that you know. Because see, one thing, AD, he won't take the keys to the franchise, but Kyrie Irving definitely will. Kyrie Irving definitely will. He's looking for that opportunity to take the, the keys over. LeBron has no problem handing the keys to, to Kyrie Irving. Zero. Zero problem. So I do expect the Lakers to make a push to get Kyrie there. And if they don't, they're they're in trouble. If they don't make a push to get Kyrie, they're in trouble. Because you just can't rely on Anthony Davis. You just can't. You don't know when he's going to show up. You don't know if he's going to be hurt. You don't know if he's going to play good. I don't want to say trade him because he's too talented. But I will be thinking about trading him. But I definitely want something major back. But... Like I would trade Anthony Davis right now for Zion in a heartbeat. In a heartbeat, I would trade AD for for Zion. Um, like like you couldn't, you know what I mean? You couldn't. I would trade him for for Cor- No, I wouldn't trade him for Cor- Anthony Towns. I don't know if I trade him for Towns. Although Towns is a lot more reliable, he's a lot more reliable. Um, the pick and pop game, AD is a little bit better on the defensive end than Cor- Anthony Towns. But offensively, Towns is, is better than AD right now to me. I just for the simple fact he can stretch the floor. He's the best shooting big man in the league. Uh there's a couple other players I would trade I would trade right now. I would I would trade AD to the Orlando Magic for Ban Carroll in a heartbeat. No questions asked. Um so it's it's just yeah, so I you know, LeBron, I think well, he'll be back. I think he's a little upset that he got, you know, that they didn't win a game this series. I think he's more upset at AD. I, and I also think that at the end of the game, um, LeBron drives the ball. Jamal Murray and Aaron Gordon um, kind of converge on him. Murray ends up getting his hands on the ball. But prior to Murray getting his hands on the ball, he's, he basically, his left arm, you can see it on the replay. I slow-moed it. I took a screenshot of the picture. His left arm is on LeBron's forearm. Clearly, you can see it. I have a screenshot. And I don't understand why at LeBron James in year 38, the all-time leading scorer, four-time NBA champion, all-defensive team, all-NBA, all-everything for the league, does not get that call. Jordan get Jordan would have got that call. And the reason that I think LeBron does not get that call is that he's a little bit too nice to the refs. And, and Jordan used to kind of talk bad to the refs. Jordan would have got that call at that time in that moment and he would have had to go to the free throw line and make those two free throws. But he at least had an opportunity. He would have had an opportunity. LeBron didn't even get an opportunity. LeBron never gets that call down the stretch of basketball games. We've seen it earlier against when they played the Celtics around Christmas time, when it was a blatant call against Tatum, when he blatantly slapped LeBron's, LeBron's arm, forearm. I guess I don't know if the refs think that LeBron's forearm and wrist is part of the basketball. I have no idea. But it's the same thing. The same thing happened this play. Um, of course, you kind of as the play goes on, uh, Murray does get his hands on the ball, but initially he did not get his hands on the ball. Initially, he, he hits LeBron's forearm, and LeBron is supposed to get that call. I don't know why he doesn't get that call, but it's, it's a shame that he doesn't get that call. But Jordan definitely get that call. That's for sure. Uh, and we have the Denver Nuggets moving on to the finals. You know that you know Jokic. I think he had another triple double tonight. I, I don't like. I said I'm not really you know going off numbers. Um, and what I seen from Denver is that Jokic he makes some lucky shots, but they're not lucky when you practice those type of shots. Um, 
He made a crazy step back off balance three, unorthodox three, where he started inside the two-point line, his right foot, and then he leaned back onto the left, you know, his left foot behind the line and somehow managed to make it. Somehow, I have no idea how, but he did make it. And, um, and you know, he, he played well. He outplayed Anthony Davis this whole series, period, point blank. And I've never seen Anthony Davis take the challenge and, and just have some dog in him and just kind of shut Jokic down. I did see LeBron at times take the challenge of shutting Murray down and completely put him in the clamps. He couldn't score on Bron. But Bron can't do that for 48 minutes and score 40 points on the other end. He's 38. He can't do all that. At least he shouldn't have to do all that. He should not have to do all that. Uh, but Denver's moving on. I mean, Kentavious Caldwell-Pope, for me, was the MVP of this series for Denver. Without what he did shooting-wise in the second quarter, he went crazy. He didn't really have a good third quarter or fourth quarter. I think he finished with 13 points, maybe 15 points, something like that. But he's averaging the most points of the others for Denver, more than Michael Porter Jr., more than Aaron Gordon, um, more than anybody else, you know, of the others. And his timely three-point shooting this series is the reason why the Nuggets are moving on to the finals. Not anybody else. Murray and, and Jokic are going to get theirs. They're supposed to. But you need somebody else to come along with your superstars, and that somebody else was Caldwell Pope. And he stuck it to the Lakers. He stuck it to them. Um, that second quarter, you know, when the Lakers were had kind of were blowing them out and the game could have, you know, easily get out of hand after the first quarter, Caldwell Pope hit timely three-pointers to keep Denver in the game when the halftime lead was, I think, 12, 12 or 13 points something like that, maybe 15 points. It could have been 20 to 25 points had Caldwell Pope not went off in that second quarter. Um, but, yes, he was he was quietly the unsung hero for the Denver Nuggets. But they're going on to the finals. Um, and, and, you know, I keep posing the question, with Jokic being a back-to-back MVP runner-up this year, is there pressure on him to win the finals this year? And I think the pressure – He's not feeling the pressure because nobody's expecting him to do it. At this point right now, he has to be expected to win the finals. I don't care which team shows up in the finals, Miami or the or the uh, Celtics. Either way it goes, he should be 100% expected to win the finals. If he is not and there is no pressure on him, I have a problem with that. Okay, speaking of the, the, uh, the Celtics and the Heat, the Celtics down 3 nothing. Miami, I like the Heat. I think that they, you know, they're tough. They're rugged. I did not see the Celtics being down 3 nothing, but that's just, you know, how it's going on right now. I'm sure the NBA is very upset with, uh, you know, the Celtics and Lakers both basically about to get swept and us not getting our Celtics-Lakers finals that we thought we were going to get. But as I stated prior to, the, you know, these Eastern Conference and Western Conference finals, I know everybody thinks the Lakers and Celtics are going, but for some reason I knew one of them teams was not going to go. Now, I didn't know both teams were not going to go, but I knew one was de- definitely not going to go. But it appears right now as if neither one of these teams are going. That's what it's looking like right now. I don't see Boston winning four straight. I just don't see it happening. Um, they play tomorrow night against the Heat. Are they capable of winning? Yes, they are. Are they going to win? I'm going to say no. I think that they get swept too. I don't see them winning. But I will say this, if Boston does manage to get one, if they manage to get one, 
they are going back home. They can get another one. Then that pressure, you know, that pressure kind of builds up. And now Miami has to has to close out in game six, you know, which was the same scenario I thought was going to exist for the Lakers. And LeBron did everything he could to make that scenario exist. And nobody came with him. Nobody came with him. He, he had to do it all by himself. Uh, yeah, man. So that that is, you know, that that's kind of where we at. Um, Miami gave Vincent 27 points, you know, the last game of game three. He was going crazy. I think he missed two shots the whole game. Uh, Jimmy Butler still doing his thing. Grant Williams still poking the bear. And every time, he, you know, Jimmy Jimmy Butler gets matched up with him, he goes right at him. That's a problem for, for, for Boston. They might not be able to play Grant, Grant Williams the rest of the series. Joe Mazzola, the coaching job you have done this series, leaves a lot to be desired. Um, I knew the pressure sh- should have been on you to win the finals. After the Celtics got rid of Udoka, who took them to the finals. So anything other than winning the finals for Missoula was going to be a failure, in my opinion. And it's also about how you're losing. You're not making any in-game adjustments. You're not doing anything that, you know, that that Udoka used to do when he was with the Celtics. He, you know, he had him, he was holding them accountable. Uh, he had them defensive-minded. Um, everybody was playing in their roles. They were starting in their roles. And right now, you know, Missoula, he's even said it, that their offense is just whatever. They, You know what I mean? They don't really know what they're doing on offense. It's just a, you know, kind of a free-flowing offense. That was not how it was with Udoka, which is part of the reason why Udoka is, is a better coach than, than Missoula. Uh, it's just unfortunate that the situation happened and the Celtics, you know, did him dirty and, and now he's gone. He's in Houston. I'm glad he landed somewhere. But, um, yeah, man, Missoula, your coaching job is leaving a lot to be desired. and I don't know if, you know, I don't know. I don't know if you keep that job next year. I, I just don't know. But for, for one thing for sure, two things for certain, the Celtics rest thought that you could replicate what Udoka did, and you definitely can't, period, point blank. You definitely can't. So we probably are going to have a Nuggets um, Heat uh, NBA Finals, and I got to be 100% honest with you. I'm definitely not watching that. I'm not here for that at all. Um, other than Jimmy Butler, I you know, and, and no, and Bam. Let me let me take that back. Other than Jimmy Butler and Bam, I'm not really a fan of either of these teams. I don't like anybody on the Nuggets except for Caldwell Pope. Um, that's it. So, you know, ratings for these finals, I guarantee are going to be a hundred percent down. Period. Point blank. But this is what we got. This is what we're working with. Um, and the star power is not there. The the storylines are not there at all for this finals, and I don't think that it's going to be a watch, heavily watched finals. I don't, I just don't think it is. So that's just where we at right now. Um, last thing sports wise, Haney Lomachenko. I watched the fight. Uh, I me personally had it six six. Um, after twelve, but I'm not a professional, you know, boxing judge. They are, you know, what they see with their eyes is probably different than what I see from my eyes. And they, with their eyes, chose Devin Haney to win unanimously. And I could see it being that way. Could I have seen it being a draw? Yes, I could have. Could I have seen Lomachenko winning? Yes, I could have. But what they saw with their eyes was Devin Haney winning. I have no problem with it. If it would have been a draw, I would have been okay with it. 
If it would have been, been Lomachenko winning 115-113, like Haney won, I would have been okay with it. I didn't see a 116-112 uh, score, which would mean that Haney won seven rounds and Lomachenko won five. Um, but, you know, no, that would mean that would mean Haney won eight rounds, Lomachenko won four. So I definitely didn't see anything like that. But it was a very close fight. It was an entertaining fight. I thought that they both let their hands go. Um, you know, there, there was a lot of defense. There was a lot of high-level boxing IQ going on and a lot of punches being thrown, a lot of punches being landed. I do believe Haney won the fight because he landed a lot of body shots. That's just my opinion. Um, as I was watching the fight, did I think that he won the fight because of the body shots? No, but in hindsight, I think that is why he won the fight. Lomachenko, after the fight, did look like he was a little bit more beat up than Haney did. And, you know, what more needs to be said? Do I want to see a rematch between them two? Not really. You know, I don't think there's anything. I don't think that the fight can get any better than what it was. You know what I mean? Like, neither one of them are going to knock each other out. It's going to go to distance. It's going to come down to a decision. At that point, it can go either way. And we've already seen that. I don't want to see that again. So I can see why Haney's dad said there's no rematch. For what? There would be no reason. Now, Shakur Stevenson was in the ring, you know, calling Devin Haney out. Um, I would like to see that fight, Haney Stevenson. I would like to see that before I see Tank Haney. Because what I've seen from, from uh, Haney, he don't want any parts of Tank. Zero. None at all. So I would like to see Devin Haney, Shakur Stevenson. The winner of that would get Tank. That's just where I, that's where I'm at right now with, with the boxing. Um, Garcia, I would like to see Garcia and Roley. I would like to see Garcia and Haney or Garcia and Stevenson. I'm okay with any of that. Regardless of what, none of those, all three of those dudes, even Roley included in that, they have to work their way to get back to Tank. Like, that's just what it is. Tank should be very selective with who he fights next. And the fact of the matter is that Tank can pick and choose who he wants to fight. But he needs to let those other boxers box themselves in the fighting tank. He don't need to just pick one of them out of the pile. So Haney Stevenson, that's what I want to see next. Winner that goes to see Tank. And that's what we got boxing-wise. Boxing, the sport is back, though, because a lot of people tuned into that fight. It was heavily talked about. And it seems like boxing is back. Uh, We're going to get Wilder, you know, Wilder and Anthony Joshua, hopefully by the end of the year. And we'll get Fury and Usyk. Um, so we got a couple other matches, you know, that we're looking forward to right now. Uh, you got an episode 62 impromptu episode. I hope y'all like it because I definitely just, you know, threw it out here on the whim. Um, we definitely will we'll have, you know, we'll get back to our docket and everything for next episode. Uh, and next episode, I'm thinking about doing my first verses. You know, and I and I keep thinking about it. I want to do Kehlani versus Janae Aiko for my first verses. Um, on you got it, yeah. My first verses, I think it's going to be Kehlani Janae Aiko. So yeah, man, we're gonna get into that next episode. And the power, uh, power goes recap from the finale, and that's all we got for right now, man. You got it. We out of here, man. Here go the Summer Walker, little Dirk. You. You got it, episode 62. Jia, jia, jia. Baby, I don't know what to do, yeah. I know. I wish you let go. That's all. Ooh, baby. That's all.